0: Welcome to Machine Learning. Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works. I want to talk about hieroglyphs, Egyptian hieroglyphs, and the recent discovery. um, I guess actually not the recent discovery, but there's an article written called uh, Can Machine Learning Translate Ancient Egyptian Text? there was an initiative put together by a company called Ubisoft. And they built some software called. Um, let's see what's the name of that software. I think it's called Fabric. Yeah, let's see where is it. Uh, just one second. Gotta see where it is almost go away. Okay, Fabricus. So Fabricus. And this is an open source project, but it was kind of put together really quick. And it only has 27% accuracy in represent uh, recognizing the hieroglyphs. But I think its value is not the, necessarily the hieroglyphs. But once you get the uh, glyph system in place, you can have the parts of the grammar. So you would have the grammar and what they found with the Egyptian hieroglyphs is it can represent ideas or it can represent objects. It wasn't just a symbolic language is what they thought, but it, it was actually used to express ideas. and. One of the big problems is, is that the hieroglyphs or the signs themselves have changed over the last thousands of years. And there's different styles and interpretations. And so it gets kind of complex because the translation requires a high degree of interpretation. Now, how would I take Fabricus? I think Fabricus is a good start, but I don't think it's the answer. How would I, uh, uh, if I were at Google, how would I approach this problem? I think what I would do is I would I would have money to bring in the best uh, uh, Egyptologists and have them begin translating different scripts. Uh, Perhaps even find a common base, like for example, the Rosetta Stone was used to decipher many of the glyphs, hieroglyphs in Egyptian, as they realized that. On the Rosetta Stone, they were writing in, I believe, it's uh, Greek and and uh, Egyptian, and so they were able to make that bridge. Uh, when they realized that they had a common language, which was Greek, then they could understand what the characters were being said in Egyptian. So you t- bring in this these set of experts and um, look at how they interpret the languages. Uh, uh, different uh, um, glyphs and then there's like what the I think it was thir- 700 I think there's 700 uh, hieroglyphs in Egy- Egypt let me see if I can find that real quick um, yeah there's there's a little bit over 700 hieroglyphs that are known so then take these hieroglyphs and put them in constructive text that for example, that uh, maybe have been recorded or pictures of it and then uh, map that to the 700 hieroglyphs and then have these experts uh, translate it. Maybe you could have multiple experts translating multiple sentences and um, and then the machine learning taking that uh, approach, Maybe they would translate it into Greek uh, or they would translate it into cuneiform. That might be an interesting translation there now that uh, AI is beginning to understand cuneiform. But you could, uh, there was one man that uh, was real interesting. He was talking to me about that he thought that the universal language to translate all languages into was Sanskrit. Uh, because it was so old and it could handle so many ideas and concepts very accurately and that Sanskrit was the best language in the world to translate. So maybe we could find this common language that we can we can uh uh interchange with the ideas and then have the AI learn these systems. Maybe learn from uh you could put in a recurrent neural net and translate it from uh uh, Hebrew hieroglyphs into Sanskrit or Hebrew hieroglyphs into Greek and maybe even take Greek and and, and translate that into uh, Sanskrit and then see if you get better meaning as you do these translations into more universal languages. Well, then the computer could learn, uh, you could use uh, transformers and they could then pay attention to different rules in the data. And as those rules uh, are discovered, then uh, then when you feed in new hieroglyphs uh, into the system and supposing that you can get the recognition uh, to the hieroglyphs beyond 27%, but let's say you move it to 99%. And now you can take a picture of your Egyptian hieroglyphs and it can translate into Sanskrit and then from Sanskrit it could translate back into English or it could translate into Greek and then from Greek into English or it could translate from uh, uh, hieroglyphs into English and maybe you would have percentages to see uh, which is more accurate and you would select the translation that had the best accuracy. So those are sort of approaches, I think, that Google has taken and improved proven uh, in its translation of Spanish and its translation of uh, German. And that, that's what I understand that they did. It was use experts in their translation so that they were doing just reoccurring neural nets and trying to figure out the probability of the next word uh, in terms of a mapping. But the problem is, is words often don't map directly between languages. And sometimes you don't even have a word that exists in one language versus another. And so you have to find a word that's close to that word uh, without uh, drastically changing the meaning. And then you have words like bear. You know, a bear arm, a bear that's an animal, um, uh, Let's see, I can't think of any other, but the, the, the words itself sound a certain way, but they could, in terms of its context and its characters, could, alphabet could mean something else. So it's possible with the hieroglyphs, and I'm not a Egyptologist hieroglyphic expert, but it would be interesting if the hieroglyphs had different phonetic sounds. And then for those phonetic sounds and combinations of phonetic sounds, you could predict probability of what the next sounds would be. And that might help with the wordsmithing of the translation, making it a smoother translation as as more of the hieroglyphs are being combined together to make a prediction what the next word will be so as it gets uh uh, as it's constructing the sentence maybe the context is changing based on the association of other words that are close to it because um, that could be a, a particular problem that the hieroglyph by itself could mean one thing but in association with other hieroglyphs around it it's going to change its context so the transformer is going to pick up that uh, through the human expert and then give you the right answer. So I do think that in the era of large language models, that uh, translation is going to be a thing in the 21st century.